This Augusta Golf Show podcast is brought to you by Audi Augusta, online at AudiAugusta.com. Matt Adams is the host of the best show in the game, Fairways of Life. You can listen every weekday on the website, fairwaysoflife.com, or on the Fairways of Life app. Pleasure to welcome Matt Adams back to the Augusta Golf Show. How are you, Matt? I am well, my friend. How you been? I'm good. I'm good. I really am. Um, I wanted to have you on to talk about the Olympics. When it was announced that golf was coming back to the Olympics, I think the governing bodies thought players would would jump at the chance to win a gold medal. Um, Through now a couple of games, I don't know if that's really been the case. Is this a problem or is this not a big deal? Well, I think ultimately... You know, when you look at it through the very broad spectrum of history, I'm saying 50 years, 100 years from now, if golf continues in the game, as it should, then I don't think it's going to be a problem because I don't think events are necessarily judged by who wasn't there. In in the flash of the moment, though, you remember, because last time it was all about Zika and, and getting bit by this mosquito, and, and these are... These are young men and women of, of, you know, years when they would be having children and, and they said it could impact fertility. And there was all types of other horrible uh, pronouncements of, of what these these little nasty uh, bugs could do. Uh, I think what happened then and I think what's happening now is because of where this hits in the calendar. Uh, is this a reflection of the fact that a professional golfer, for for example, like Rafael Cabrera-Bello just the other day put out an announcement and said that uh, he would not be going. And he got into the Olympics because Sergio said that he would not be going. Sergio saying that he wants to focus his efforts to actually qualify for the European Ryder Cup team instead of having to rely upon the, the uh, captain's pick, per, per, perhaps. Uh, so... I think what's going on here is when you have a player like Rafael Cabrera-Bello, who's a world-class player on the global stage, and he said, no, I'm focusing on the FedEx Cup versus the Olympics. And so it's got to be somewhat about money. It's got to be about world standing. It's got to be about sponsors. It's got to be about the world that swirls around uh, professional uh, uh, touring players now. And, And the interesting thing is, is that if that is the case, and it's impacting these players, it seemingly is something that's of a much deeper consideration on the men's side of the game than it is on the women's side of the game. Because on the women's side of the game, we're not hearing from players saying, yeah, I'd love to be there, but I want to make sure that I get in the FedEx Cup or I want to make sure I have the highest standings of the same, or, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, on the men's side of the game, it, it strikes me that it's about timing as much as anything else. And players getting ready for a run towards a massive uptick if they can if they can do well or even win the FedEx Cup, uh, getting ready for events that lie around the corner of the stature of the Ryder Cup, as we've been told, as I mentioned from Sergio. So it, it's got to be a lot a lot of those things. I do think, however, having said all that, my personal feeling is is as we saw last time when it came down to Cooch and came down to Henrik and, and then ultimately won by Justin Rose, it meant something. It meant so much to Ricky Fowler that he had the Olympic rings tattooed to the bottom of his bicep. So I think in the long term, the Olympics and golf in the Olympics will win. Uh, but time and place and travel and accommodations and, and logistics and money are all having their presence felt right now. I thought it was interesting what Louis Oosthuizen said, which was, 
it's not the true Olympic experience. I'm going to be I'm going to be boarded up in the in 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 my hotel room. I'm only going to go to the golf course. I can't go to other events. I, I no opening. I thought it was. I thought that made a lot of sense, frankly. It does, but it has has the 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 open been the true open experience. You, you've got uh, like when I'm heading over there, uh, I I got the same exemption as as the participants that are playing, and and I have to quarantine on the way in. Uh, when I get done, I have to go back to my hotel. It, it's not you're not going out to a pub and 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 having uh, you know uh, a, a proper pint. It, you can't have the traditional experience in the world that's coming out of COVID, and it, and it seems very first world problem when when you you know put your hands to the sky and go well it's not the experience that everybody's having the hmm. world isn't having the experience that everybody's having so the chance to represent your country in the olympic games uh even though they're in japan i think there is some concern about some some flashes that are happening with covid there and the variants that are happening around the world but ultimately if provisions are being made to keep everybody safe and you're still out there on that golf course playing for personal and country glory i don't know to me to me i think it's 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 bigger than than being worried about not having the same experience at disney world that we would normally have we're talking with matt adams here on the augusta golf show should the pga tour should the european tour sweeten the pot fedex cup points race to dubai points you know, I, I think that's a good idea. I haven't really put thought into that before. I think that's a good idea. I think there's more that could be done with that. The part that, that bothers me about it is it shouldn't have to be about that. I mean, playing for old glory should be enough to, to motivate you. And, and in my humble opinion, uh, I'm respectful of people and their reasons for what they do and what they don't do. Uh, but it, it, I, I think it should stand alone. And I truly believe that it will stand alone. It just needs time to flesh itself out because, you know, you're talking about from when they had the first time with, with a golf back in the Olympic Games and a century plus was just over four years ago. So I think it's going to be okay. I, I don't think that we should have to coerce particular players in a particular sport to be a part of the Olympic Games versus everybody else that's absolutely ripping their heart out just to get there. Let me give you an old fogey test, which, by the way, I'd fail, Matt. Do you... Do you do you like the NBA players on the basketball team? You know what? It's it's the world we're in right now. That they're 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 letting the best athletes in the game play. I know where you're going. You're talking about should the Olympics be sacrosanct in terms of just amateurs alone? But that line has been crossed a long time ago. And if you're if you're going to invite the best players in the world to compete, uh, then you invite the best players in the world to compete. This conversation for me is about the best players in the world in our sport saying. Uh, you know, I, it's not working out for me. I don't think I'm going to go for, for whatever, fill in the blank here for what the reason is. So, you know, if it was back in the days, I suppose, where you said, no, only amateurs could compete in the Olympic Games. Yeah, I guess I'd be OK with that, too. Those were those were years of glory. With all that you've said, do you think participation would be different if we hadn't had the pandemic? Well, yes, but that's not the only thing. It would also be different if, if it wasn't held uh, so far away, but that's the nature of the Olympic Games. It is a global event, and it moves around the world. I do think that, that COVID has had an impact on some players, but I think it's, it's the minority of, of reasons that they're not going. I think it has a lot more to do with time and place and money 
and intentions and the fact that every single player is their own little mini corporation and they're making decisions for what's best for them in every regard instead of just the pure emotion of going out there and playing and hopefully wrapping your country's flag around your shoulders. Do you think Paris in 2024 will be different? Yes, I do. Uh, hopefully because the, the world will be, at large will be healthier and also because that is such a destination for so many people, it's much easier to get to for the vast majority of, of people as well, so that, uh, at least on the golf side of the game that would be competing. So, yeah, I do think it would be better attended. I know you mentioned um, the restrictions you'll have at the Open, but you've got to be looking forward to getting back, aren't you? Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. That's, that's why I'm, I, I know what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be bouncing off the walls. Here's the bizarre thing about it, though, John Patrick. They're going to have 32,000 people on the ground. So them, workers, all of us, blah, blah, blah. We're somewhere just around south of 40,000 people. I have, I can, I'm allowed to work so I can go to work and I can be around 40,000 people. When I go home, I have to stay in my room. So I apparently become really contagious at night. Just note to self in case we're around each other. <laughs> he is he is Matt Adams, host of Fairway of Life, Fairways of Life, and you can listen on the website fairwaysoflife.com. But I highly recommend the app, Fairways of Life app. Uh, Matt, we won't speak before the open. Have a great time in your hotel room over there. Um, and th- <laughs> and then thank you for thanks, do- so thanks for doing this. Always a pleasure, my friend. See ya.